Hello and welcome to Lifetime in Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. I'm Elena Nicolau. I'm the culture editor of OprahMag.com, and I'm very excited to be here. Yeah! yeah. Oprah, Oprah. Oprah, <laughs> Oprah. Um, this is amazing. You're like our biggest celebrity ever. You're basically oh. Oprah to us. <laughs> I have met her, but I unfortunately I didn't get any like Oprah pixie dust that I can give to people. I wish that that was like a perk that I had as my job. But well, not I don't that think you so. know of. Not that not I know that you of. Know right. of. It could be like a good contagious thing. You that got I don't know some about. Oprah. You got some Oprah magic just by seeing her. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, or at least you're like a Stedman, you know. That's the goal, to be honest with you. I think that I'm living my life either to become a Stedman or in pursuit of a Stedman. Just someone who can ride their life with me. So that's a good good compliment. (laughs) Uh, Real real quick, can you pull the thing away from your uh, uh, your body? There you go. There you go. Perfect. Sorry, it's it's rubbing, making sounds. You know, we are in the remote recording times. We don't have a fancy microphone that we could like strip you. So you're on your cool headphones with your like little mic. You know, I have one too, actually, on on these headphones. Um, This is the (laughs) world we live in, guys. You know, this is it. This is it. I'm not editing that out. No, Drew doesn't edit anything out unless it's like totally terrible. Because you know, (laughs) we keep it real on this podcast. So. They're like a Lifetime movie. They keep it real, yeah. too. They do. Balls they do. <laughs> I love it. So uh, we did an interview um, together last week, which went great. I would say, like, maybe my best date ever. <laughs> we were on the same page. You, I mean, it was great. Like, I got to ask every question you had to answer it, which was a really good date, I think, in my mm-hmm. book. I but know. We, were doing, we were doing an interview because I'm fascinated by the the wrong franchise and what better expert than someone who hosts a Lifetime podcast. And it was really, you know, like it's not making fun of the movies, but it really enjoys them. And that's how I feel about the movies, too. So it's kind of a mixture. I think that's what these movies are designed for anyway, for like a spectator sport. So I'm, I was so excited to talk to you about them. And now we get to talk more about one. And I actually think this might be one of my favorites that I've seen so far. So I'm very Me excited. Me too. Oh, Me too. And Drew, yeah. Drew doesn't know what we're covering. We didn't talk about it. Drew, we are doing the wrong wedding planner. <laughs> <laughs> Which, the, the old wrong series. Huh? Yes, the wrong series with Miss Vivica A. Fox, you know, of course. And yep. this one was crazy. I, I mean... They understand what they're doing now. Like, we have the the beats of the movies, and Drew is very familiar because he is a stickler for, like, sticking to the rules. So he, like, knows all the Lifetime rules, and especially for the Wrong series. Like, Drew, what's your favorite thing about the Wrong series? Um, I mean, it's just – my favorite thing about the Wrong series is, like, you get – you get the villain right away. I mean, that's, like, my favorite – that's the thing that I love about – uh, lifetime is there's just like there's no fucking you just completely get the the villain immediately uh by not just like watching the movie of course but by the title of the movie exactly the wedding planner is probably the villain i'm guessing unless they threw a curveball well is she the wedding planner Ooh. oh is she even the wedding planner <laughs> there you oh, go God. there you go that's the there you go before we jump into the movie, I forgot business time because I was so excited. Um, so business time, everyone put on your suits and your like, you know, business apparel. Yeah, um, okay, I got my top hat go. on. Yep. And I got my monocle. I have a cummerbund and I have like a bow tie. Mm-hmm. It's going great. So and a mask and our masks are on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> social distancing mask. Yes. Social distancing. So we have a lovely review on iTunes. So if you'd like to write a review, please write a five-star review or whatever stars you're feeling, but include emojis because emojis are important and that's how we communicate in the world. Um, (laughs) This is from Pocket TD. Oh, hey, Pocket TD. Which is a fun username. Yeah, that's fun. Their uh, emoji use is on point. They have a pepper, which is for me, Serrano. Serrano pepper. You get it. Uh Uh-huh. That's Uh, correct. Plus, 
a teddy bear for Drew, Drew Bear. That's uh, me. Plus a microphone, a pointy, a heart facey, like heart face with hearts all around it, and champagne glasses toasting. Great. That's the that's, that's a subject. That's a whole sentence. That's, yeah, that's a whole thing. And the review, it's a five-star review, so thank you for that. It says, just do yourself a favor and tune in. They're hilarious. You've earned it. Done. Yeah, we've earned it. Yeah. We are make. We made it. We <laughs> made it. We've, we've arrived. Okay. Business time <laughs> over. Everyone take off your business apparel. Okay. Taking it off. Thank you. Drew is completely mm-hmm. naked now, so mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready for his Lifetime movie, which, you know, we always got to have a shirtless man. Gotta have my shirt off, man. So in a bathtub or shower or something. Yes. The movie we're talking about today, The Wrong Wedding Planner. Stars Vivica A. Fox, of course. Uh Jan K. Crystal Lowe. I liked her. She's a POC, you know, a Canadian. Good. I, I think Good. she's from uh Hong Kong. Oh, I should have like had it in my notes, like ready to go. But I like looked it up and she like you know, came over from whatever country and then like lives in Canada and now is an actress and living her best life yeah it looks like she was born in vancouver and then moved to hong kong oh and then and, and then, then came, came back but came back yeah see i do oh she won miss teen oriental Ooh. which seems <laughs> i don't maybe it's fine when they call themselves that <laughs> or if it's like the style of things like a like a sure <laughs> like i don't know that, that might like have been a, in like the 80s or something too we don't know yeah. when that pageant took place right, right. true i hope they renamed um also stars Kristen booth and very importantly the most important besides miss vivica of course is jack hey harry uh-oh jack hey's in this yeah and okay. that's that's like an automatic pour it up for me i mean it kind of like it yeah yeah um it is. I think there's someone else in the cast that we have to mention, which is Greg Sestero has a very small cameo and Greg Sestero plays Mark in the room. So to have it, Greg Sestero, like to have him show up like from the most iconic bad movie of all time, he'll elevate any bad movie into like this big meta wink, which probably I like my heart raced so fast when he showed up. (laughs) I, I can't even tell you. Wait, I miss this completely. Who yes. was he in the movie? Yes. He was the... just the handyman. He was the guy. She, <gasps> yes, the, yes. That, and, and he's gotten a lot of work done, and his his lips are his face is different, but it is Mark from the he, room. He was so. who we got the wrong shower scene, where I was like very angry that I didn't want to see his shower scene. I wanted to see someone else's. Um, wow, I can't believe that was him. <laughs> he didn't look like himself at all. No, no, it was the guy. It wasn't him. It was the guy. Oh. He was. It was the shot where he's like speaking through the fence and the camera is through the fence. He's like in a plaid shirt and he's the handyman. He has three sentences and he says that the wedding planner isn't who she said she was, that she moved out from the room. He's like a landlord, oh, maybe. Oh, so my God. He looks very old. Yeah. Wow. So he's also oh in this. God. Well, you should know I, that Drew and I were in the room, the musical in Chicago. Yeah, we wrote it. Did it. Got to rewind for that. Mark. And we and we also got a uh, cease and desist from uh, Tommy uh, Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. I don't think you're a room fan unless that happens to you at some point. To be honest, <laughs> you have to, I think that was like we're pretty because we ran it for a while. We ran that show because it people loved that shit. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, oh yeah. That's crazy. That's okay. Amazing. Well, there you I, go. So that's who's in the movie, Drew. So that might just that might just get. I mean, the cast alone gets a pour it up. It's a already. It's an all star cast for a lifetime for this, sh- for sure. This this movie, it, unless it completely sucks or I get bored from you explaining it to me, <laughs> I, it's a pour up right now. Okay, pour up level. Here we go. We can only go down. Sorry. we can only go down from here. <laughs> you can only go down from here. Good to know. Sorry, it's a spoiler alert, but this is. I mean. Come okay, on. so jumping into the movie, we start off, uh, someone is being dragged by their arms, like, you know, like on the ground, and mm-hmm. they are wearing the cutest little fuzzy slippers. <laughs> that was like the main thing I noted. Um, and we see like Miss Vivica is playing a detective and she walks into the house and she's like, no nonsense. No, you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Um, and I think that's 
the beginning of the movie. <laughs> She's just a- Vivica A. Foxing it? Yeah. Detective? She like looks like a detective. Detective Jones. She got the well, badge. it's taken her a long time to actually believe that there's something going on. Like, you, like this is like the one part of the movie where she decides she's actually a detective, you know, and she's in detective mode because for most of it, she isn't doing any work. Right. Oh, okay. You know, she's like just there, like not even like typing on anything. She's just like leaning with like her badge and like, like a like a real actor would, you know, if, if I was hired to be a detective, I would probably want a pen, a notepad, a, a badge, and like a nice suit. And I think in real life, it, when you're a detective, it is mostly just like desk work. <laughs> like it's not, it's not really going around being like, oh my god, it's horrible. This death scene. It's just taking all these notes and talking to people right (laughs) yeah i mean how interesting could a detective be but miss vivica finds a way to make it at least look cool (laughs) you know yeah so so we have our protagonist we have ashley um and she has her fiance brad and they hear a noise downstairs and there's like a hooded figure in their house of course so brad gets his golf club and they like walk around very slowly and they call the cops and Miss Vivica's like there and she's like, Oh, you just left the door open. Don't worry. You know? Yeah. She's not really supportive of any of their concerns. Like it takes her a very long time to believe them, which I kind of appreciated, like total gaslighting from the detective from a lot of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she, mm-hmm. like she's like really just like, Don't worry about it. Like you guys are stupid. Like this is on you. <laughs> And it's like the best detective like that I would want to see, like not caring at all, you know? No. (laughs) She was like, you interrupted me. I was in the middle of something. Go figure it out. Yes. So Brad is like very busy at work. He like is working on a merger and we don't learn anything really about the business or what the merger is or whatever. It's business. It's just business. Business It's business talk. It's very much like a Hallmark thing where they're like, they're going to land the big promotion. This is like, you got to work on the merger. But Jack Hay. Business. Yeah. Jack Hay Harry is his boss. So she's serious about the merger. And she just like sits there and she's like, merger, merger, merger. I need you to work harder and longer hours, basically. Yeah. She manages to like say all these. And then she weaves in all of these like digs at his personal life. And her idea of boundaries is very funny. Like she'll say, oh, I know that you're getting married, which is great, but also don't let that get in the way of the fact that you have to work 24 seven. So he keeps using that as an excuse as to why he is like the most errant and I don't know, useless fiance. He's not really involved because of his really intense boss. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just basically an excuse, Drew, to have him miss all the like murdery, uh, wedding planner stuff that's about to happen right you yeah. know yeah so ashley yeah. she i wouldn't want to have anything to do with that either well exactly i mean you just had yeah. a wedding like in december in the bahamas so you know you had the i don't want to yeah you just had sandals do, do it all so <laughs> have sandals do it have yeah. sandals do it not sponsor <laughs> not a sponsor by the way um, it would have been a, a better wedding if sandals had just planned their wedding instead of mandy rains there you go. As happens in the movie. <laughs> yes. So Ashley has a BFF, uh, Clarissa, <laughs> who is our BIPOC in the movie, and she has a very hot uh, fiance. Oh, I wish I wrote his name down. I didn't like pull this up. I think it's hot fiance. Uh, yeah, he's like. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just hot. He's fiance. extremely yeah. hot, whoever he is, and she's like trying on wedding dresses and whatever, and then they go to like a cocktail party and. Ashley meets the wedding planner. Her name's Mandy. And she's like, oh, hi, I'm the wedding planner. It's so nice to meet you. They talk about like a poisonous flower for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know what the flower was, but it's like poisonous. And and Ashley's just like, cool. Well, that's cool about a poison flower. Uh, do you want to plan my wedding? And Mandy's like, yes, I will. No rate is too low. I'll do it for free, basically, which is like a red flag, you know? And so is talking about a poisonous flower for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like her yeah. entire being is a red flag waving in the wind. 
Yes. So do you want, so when we're talking about, so all your flowers, do you want um, any poisonous flowers? That's my first question. Do you want them to be poisony, like super poisony or less poisony? Right. That's the question that I have. So just think on that, figure it out. I put, I give you, here's a, here's a, here's a. And you know that's probably catalog. probably the wrong wedding planner if we're just gonna say it like flat I think out. this is the I think they got the wrong wedding planner already. You know she should have chose J Lo, but instead she chose Mandy. So mm-hmm. here we are working with Mandy. So, Although J Lo would have stole that uh, that fiance though. Oh, you're right. She J Lo would have. Fiance. Well, I've never seen the wedding planner. Yeah. It, oh yeah. It is what she wants to do. And Mandy wants that guy. Mandy um, stops by for a meeting with Ashley. Uh, Brad's at work with Jack Hay, of course. And, like, I don't know. Ashley goes to get some water or something. And Mandy just, like, looks at the pictures on the mantle. And she, like, is fixated on this picture of Brad. And, like, so much so that when Ashley comes back with her water, she's like, hello, hello. Are you paying attention to me? And she's not. <laughs> and, like, she like has to be like snapped out of her trance of whatever she was thinking about, you know. Was there like weird music when she was in a trance? Oh yeah, oh She's yeah. Followed by weird music. Like there's not one scene where there's not an aura of bad vibes around her. Usually, mm. like displayed in violence. <laughs> yes, because that's it. That's it. When she like jumps out of her trance, like she goes to the bathroom and like convulses and like is like freaking out in the mirror and like slamming pills and crying. You're like, what is going on? But she pulls herself <laughs> together. And they she just can't help themselves. Like pound it in that. This is the villain. This is the fucking villain well, guys. And I mean, the clues. I've never seen anybody like it was like bloody Mary in the mirror. You know, I'm like, Oh my God, like bloody Mary's going to come out. It's going to get her. It was really scary for me. Um, but she pulls herself together. She comes back out and she um, she says something like, I didn't know. They're like talking about the wedding and like the plans. She's like, oh, I didn't know Brad was so religious. And now she's like, huh? How do you know anything about my husband? And Mandy's like, oh, I don't. He's not religious. I don't know anything. Never mind. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, like, she keeps slipping. She's really bad at being a, like, really a schemer. <laughs> She's actually really good at it in some ways, as you'll see later on in the movie. But then she slips at all of these very easy points. Like, she doesn't need to reveal things about how she knows Brad. She can't help it. Right. And it's like, who are these slips for? The audience who knows she's bad? She was talking about flowers for 20 minutes that were poisonous. Like, I love your I love your fiancé. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I met up with your fiancé to talk about a thing <laughs> bye exactly exactly it, it, it's just ridiculous and then they double down and we get mandy uh at home cropping her face onto a picture of ashley while humming here comes the bride it was sinister and then also equally sinister was how terrible their wedding invitation was like their wedding invitation already looked like it had been brutally photoshopped and then that she was photoshopping it further actually made it look better i, I have to say like <laughs> she was better like, at looked, photoshop yeah like she she fit the photo better i don't know why something about like her angle of her head but I feel mm. really bad for that couple if that's what they were sending out to their friends. I know. They need to get a <laughs> refund on that wedding photo. They need to, like, call, like, a professional. You know, I don't even know where this movie is set, but, like, I'm sure there's photog- photographers that are ready to work, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that Mandy was humming and not whistling, like, she should have been whistling. Am I right? I agree I think you. that would have been way better. Yeah. way It's way better for whistling, like. Yeah, like, dude, I can't. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Don't whistle right on a podcast. That's like, I'm not gonna whistle. That's but so whistling rude. Requires talents, and I don't know if, like, I think she used all of her talents for like running around in the woods and sneaking up on people. Like, like whistling requires a little bit more energy than she has left. Very yeah, true. She, very true. She didn't have time to practice whistling. So that's fair. Miss Vivica A. Fox is back everybody she um is just following up on the break-in she's suddenly very interested in ashley's wedding plan she's like girl how's the wedding going it's like like this is what's great about uh miss vivica okay she just like in the movie she like forgets like because i think she's just like a really nice person so she forgets that her character's like a 
annoyed detective and like she, a hardcore detective yeah but then she her, she herself is like oh i like this actress i'm gonna have a nice scene with her now <laughs> you know the director's like you know what actually i'm gonna give you this cigar yeah they're just, like just smoke yeah. the cigar the director's like, like oh i wasn't really like we weren't filming like that was just like a, a take from backstage but i'm gonna just put it in the movie because she like just is like how's the wedding oh it's so great it's so good to see you um and then she like casually mentions that she's divorced and not sad about it yeah and then the ashley is like oh is this you trying to say that you want to be invited to the wedding which is crazy that like this would miss vivica does not need to be going to some person's wedding on the weekends i'm sure she's already busy enough but then she says a great line like oh no honey weddings bring out the crazies or, or something which was just made uh, the top of my list of favorite quotes of the movie oh that's that's good i didn't write that down but like that's what's so great true about these movies like every every line that miss vivica says is like an iconic line that is like looking for a uh, someone to quote tweet it on Twitter and then mm-hmm. she'll retweet it. Which, by the way, she was live tweeting this movie and she retweeted a lot of our tweets. Okay. <gasps> I, I know. I was like, what's going on? Why is she like retweeting my stuff? You got to read those. Hey, she you didn't retweet all my thirsty tweets to the actor that was like, I think you're the best and please date me. <laughs> she was like, girl, <laughs> tame it. Like, this is tame not it. this is not a dating service. Save it's that for your podcast. You. This is about me. I'm <laughs> single, okay? I want to have a man. <laughs> and wouldn't I want to have it be, a wedding. You I want to invite a... her to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah. wouldn't it be great if like like the end game for my podcast was that I end up marrying a lifetime actor? Wouldn't that I would, be I'm, a great end game. They're all very I'm, handsome. I'm all I'm in. I have like Can my I, wedding as, as long <laughs> as long as I'm your best man. Of course. Who or one of Who your else best would men? it be? But uh, I, have, I guess no one else. <laughs> yeah. I want you to dream bigger than Brad in this movie because one thing I struggled with in this movie is that there's so much energy devoted to this kind of like useless guy. He's like a he's like the equivalent of like, I don't know, Wonder Bread that's been like left out for a while. Like I did not see the appeal of Brad at all. So I hope that if you marry someone from the movie, it's like it's like the hot fiance. Brad it'd is be, not a hot fiance. It'd be Clarissa's Clarissa's boyfriend, okay? Or fiance. Yeah. So I got lost in my notes. Uh, oh, another meeting happens with Mandy. You got lost in your fantasy. Man. I did. That's I did. Cool. You know, That's we really totally got sidetracked cool, there. Man. But if any listeners are single and in Lifetime movies, let me know. <laughs> um, no, that would be really weird. No, don't. don't do I'm, I'm 100% not dating right now because uh, of everything going on. So sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like watch Lifetime and drink wine. Um which is like totally fine. That is, that's. I'm. It's the best thing. I'm actually living my thing. dream life right now. Um. So this is great. <laughs> I'm. Yep. I'm fine, everybody. I'm totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So a meeting happens with Mandy and Mandy. Uh. Like on the laptop, Drew. This will drive you crazy because Drew is a security, mm-hmm. like internet security guru. Um. Uh, Ash- it's my job. Ashley, it's not, lit- I'm, not a, I'm not like a fan of it. I'm like- <laughs> oh, right. No, it's your job. Like you're, you're job. an expert. Ashley <laughs> has written on a post-it passwords to like all her, all her important things. And it's like posted it onto the laptop. So Mandy just takes a picture of it. And now she has all of Ashley's passwords for everything. Yeah. Great. Easy. Uh, and to done add and insult to injury, Ashley gives Mandy a house key. And she's like, I'm trusting you with my wedding. I trust you with my life. Here is my house key. Big mistake. That logic there was scary. Like, it really shows how much women value their wedding. I mean, obviously, how much this one woman values her wedding. I'm trusting you with my wedding, so I'm trusting you with my life. Yeah. Oh, Lord. This was one big commentary on the wedding industrial complex, I think. <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally well and it, it's just like it's amazing that line is like so iconic because you're like what are you saying like and this is what the wrong movies really do right they take like uh tech and like things that we take for granted and are like you gotta be like better about protecting yourself you know yeah yeah like just the- I, that's what i like about them actually they're good they're like oh man look how easy this shit is the it's tech so guru easy. approves uh, it is so easy to do 
all that shit. You could take someone's identity. It's so easy, guys. Like you really could do it, right? And I believe in you. Well, when they give the <laughs> give you the keys to your house and your pa- passwords are on post its, you're asking yeah, for another, it. Yeah, that's another level. I don't deal with that. Shit. <laughs> I know this woman was like too easy to fool. Like it, like when she did get fooled, it was almost hard for me to feel bad for her because she gave the woman the keys. She gave her the password. She led her into her life. She didn't even check up on her credentials. There wasn't even mm-hmm. that moment where it's like, can I see your card? You know, she she never asked for the There's, card. Yep. Yeah, there's a there's a certain responsibility that each individual t- I'm not going to like I'm not uh, victim shaming or anything. Sure. But there is a certain responsibility that we all have. Absolutely. To, like, protect ourselves. Yes. And be, when you don't do it, it's like just be aware sorry. of what's going on around you. Everybody like, come on. Yeah. now. But if that's- just just realize like in my in, in my biz, it's easy to just go. Every everyone is garbage every everyone will take advantage of you no matter what just that leave it at that yep and then and then go from there and then everyone's guilty till proven it <laughs> okay so of course mandy takes advantage of the situation she uh breaks into the house hides nanny camps all over the place uh and Smart. brad almost catches her because he has to go back inside and get his phone he left um just to add suspense but you know He's like working with Jack Hay, so it doesn't matter. But the nanny cam pays off very quickly. We get uh, Mandy watching Brad and Ashley have S-E-X. Whoa. It wasn't like the sexiest sex scene, but it was still a sex scene. So, you know, it's lifetime. So what more could you ask for? Yeah, great. Sometimes they go a little too far. This (laughs) This one was just like, you know. I don't know, hiding under a blanket and like moving your arm and like and like moving, you know, it's like <laughs> like a squid. Yeah, it's like who knows. So well, it's it's the ones where you see like thrusting and like and you're like, gee, yeah, <laughs> tame it. Okay, guys, tame okay, it. Guys. It's like Sunday night at eight p.m. Come on. So yeah. Brad goes out for a jog. He comes home to find Ashley meeting with Mandy, and he stops like dead in his tracks. He's like, oh my god. I'm going to go take a shower to like buy more time to figure out what's going on. It's very clear that Brad knows Mandy from something, you know, because he yeah. hasn't seen her this whole time. He's like acting so weird. And Ashley's like, oh, I have a migraine. I got to like go lie down. Mandy leaves and like lets herself out. But then she like she's like, I'm going to go. And then she just stands in front of a window and like watches them. Yeah, she is really good at just being in windows at places i don't know what information she's gaining from the windows that she isn't already getting on the nanny cam like it's purely there just for the big moment you know where they can play the music Mm -hmm. but it's hilarious Uh, i mean basically it's like (laughs) drew it's like pressing your hands up on the window and being like hello please it's me like i'm right here like oh it's like that obvious it's that that obvious (laughs) and it was a stained glass window and a pretty cool stained glass window i might add (laughs) All right. That's like the one nice thing of their house. Everything else in their house is like a mission. I mean, their house is a disaster. It looks like a, a mausoleum plus Versailles plus like a, <laughs> like a suburban. You know how in like some houses, and I'm from the suburbia, so I can say that. But they um they just she just had all this mishmash of signs that were like advertising corn. Did you see those? Anyway, the yeah. house drove me nuts, but I did like the stained glass window. Hey, it was a beautiful stained glass window. I love that in a stairway. Very nice. Um, so Ashley recovers from her migraine, and she's like, "Brad, why were you acting so weird?" And he like gets like angry with her, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Are you keeping something from me?" And he's like, uh, "Maybe," <laughs> you know. So then, in the next scene, we see him like instead of working on the merger, he like looks up Mandy's address on Google Maps. And Jack Hay's like, um, what are you doing? That's not the merger. You need to get back to work. And he's like, well, I'm going to take my lunch break. And she's like, oh, I don't really approve lunch happening while work is happening. Like merger, 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 merger. Merger, merger, business, business. Right. Merger, merger, And business. she's like, since Jack Hay, Harry is a nice person, she lets him go on lunch. And he, of course, goes to Mandy's house and she doesn't live there anymore. It's an old roommate. And this roommate spills the tea, Drew. She's like, "Uh oh." She's like, "Oh my God, you're Brad." 
she's obsessed with you. She's been stalking you for like your whole life. Like when you were <laughs> born, she was like born next to you. And like, she's, <laughs> she's like obsessed with you. She doesn't live here anymore. I kicked her out because she had a fake job. She's not, she's not a wedding planner. We all know this. She doesn't even have an office. Um, and Mandy said she'd kill me. So I didn't want her to live here anymore. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. I actually thought that she was Mandy for a second because they look a little bit alike. So I had to do some re reconnaissance to make sure that this wasn't like Mandy doing like a high level multidimensional chess, like dressing up as another character. But no, Lifetime movies are not that sophisticated. No, there there yeah, will be a no. twist, but it won't be that one. Well, here, right, here's yeah. the thing. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that would be where my mindset would go. Yeah. Like, well, and you can't have two, act, two blonde actresses being roommates. It's too confusing. So they should have made, made that actress like look totally different than Mandy, but it was very confusing. I agree. Mm -hmm. um, cake tasting happens. Cake tasting happens. It's very important, Drew. Okay. So Brad doesn't yep. Brad doesn't show up for cake tasting because he's the worst. But Ashley and Mandy do cake tasting together, and Ashley's like concerned that Brad's not so involved. She's like, Brad doesn't really do anything for the wedding, and like I'm nervous. And Mandy's like, Oh, that happens, but it'll all work out. Don't worry. Um. They're like arguing over the centerpieces again with the flower, the poisonous flowers. Um, oh, she says some funny, it's so, such a good interaction. Like this is another red flag. Um, Ashley says something like, oh, did we get the uh, centerpieces I liked? And then Mandy shoots back. She's like, no, we got the ones I liked. And it's very, like, it's not, it's aggressive, coded and passive aggression. Mm -hmm. And I honestly appreciated that. Like I might have to take that strategy for my next tense conversation. <laughs> yeah i mean you know if lifetime teaches you nothing it's how to like shade somebody yep exactly she was like you have bad taste we're doing my centerpieces and you need to get smart if you want to be my friend yep the funniest thing about the scene drew is that brad is actually there he's watching from behind a corner and he just like pops his head out and pops his head back and you're like what the hell is going on no wonder he knows Mandy. They have the same patterns. They like sneaking around. <laughs> right. I mean, he basically was looking through a window except turning around a corner. Right. Um, so Ashley like leaves the tasting and we have Gemma, the pastry chef, who's like, I'm going to go box up these cakes. I'll be right back. And Mandy then just like aggressively destroys the wedding cakes. Like she like, i not like, you know, like, oh, this cake sucks. I'm going to knock it over. She, like, gets her hands in there, like, pulls it out, like, chops a bride and groom in half and tears them apart and, like, eats them with her teeth, like, bites their heads off. It was crazy. Yeah, and she <laughs> also, it's the first time she's brandishing her knife, which is her murder weapon of choice. Mm -hmm, like, if she mm -hmm. was in Clue, it would always be Mandy with the knife in the kitchen, like, always with the big knife. And I'll have to say, it was, she was doing to the cake what she wanted to do to brad and ashley if we're gonna be like like a psychological about it i think the symbolism yeah, I mean, it was very yeah. symbolic yeah. Uh, in, in a lifetime where it's like well yeah <laughs> yeah she's that's right she's cutting well the best part is Gem Gemma, the pastry chef walks back in she's like oh no mandy <laughs> And oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Mandy just turns around and like licks icing off her finger. <laughs> she's a baller. I'm sorry, but you have to admire her. Like she's bracing to the point of, oh my God, I love you. She, she destroyed this woman's cake and then she admitted to it by licking off frosting from her finger. Amazing. Oh, she just like stares at him. She's yeah. Like, she's yes. like unapologetically bad. She's That's unapologetically the wrong wedding planner. The pastry chef, like the guy's like, what what <laughs> what is exactly if this happened in real life you'd be like why what what's happening what are you <laughs> um, are you okay yes something must be going on so who hurt you brad then because also brad watches the whole cake scene and he like pops his head in pops it up pops it up. he follows her to her apartment wherever she's staying and he's like we need to talk and she's like come on in let's do this and they were apparently a couple and she lied to him and told him that she was pregnant or did she, I don't know if she was really pregnant. Um, Classic. 
and she's like crying and she's like why did you leave me for ashley and it's like a whole mess you know the timeline of their relationship is impossible to figure out i saw the movie twice i really tried to know was she actually pregnant was she lying did he leave her for ashley they were engaged at some point like neither of them is honest yeah, they didn't call, like it's a, it's also impossible to know how old Brad is. He looks like 48. If you told me he was 32, I'd believe you. I, the, none of their ages make sense, so it's very hard to know <laughs> what actually took place in that conversation. Right. And it's important, but it doesn't make sense. Well, cuz in a typical lifetime movie, these characters would be ingenues, but they are like all pushing like 40. They're mm-hmm. probably like Drew's age. Not me, because I'm like 22 now, right? What do I re-age myself to I think, now? I think you just I think you just turned 20. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> you. I'm feeling 22 or 20. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, Brad uh, is like... Really, They're all pushing 40. Though. Yeah, Brad's realizing that he is in trouble. Uh, they go on a, a double date with Clarissa and her hot fiancé, a.k.a. my future husband, and Clarissa just flat out is like, Mandy who? That's not my wedding planner. She does some real good mean girl transition. She's like, Mandy, I don't know her. Like, I kind of, I liked it. She she definitely was judging her friend for, for this Mandy business. Yeah, because Ashley's like, thanks for the recommendation of Mandy, your wedding planner. And Clarissa's like, the fuck are you talking about? I don't know who that is. Wait, her her wedding planner is named Bella Schwartzberg or something, and she <laughs> she's the same wedding planner that her mother and grandmother used. Like she's like been in the family. She's like an heirloom. What a weird Be- Bella Schwartzberg. Yeah, what a weird like detail. That. I love it. It's so funny. Uh, but Brad is like, okay, Ashley, I have something to tell you. I didn't think it was relevant to to bring up, but I uh, used to date Mandy. <laughs> and it's like you didn't think it was relevant come on man you suck that was the best line i don't think it was relevant but yeah i was engaged and yeah she lied to me about being pregnant but like you know my past doesn't matter my life starts when i met you which is such (laughs) a good line to avoid all responsibility (laughs) Uh, it was so frustrating and ashley of course is like i'm gonna sleep in the guest room blah 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 but he follows her and he apologizes and she forgives him in like the next scene you know like no consequences ever happen in a lifetime movie for men. It's like, oh, um, oh, you did this terrible thing. Oh, that's fine. I I forgive you now. Just to- or you just like you lied about. It's like, although I'll, I'll give I'll give it that. It's like where they made it where he didn't see her until later on, and he's like, ooh, um, ah, sure. Can I just say one thing? <laughs> But like if you were stalked by this woman and she really messed up your life, like that is relevant information. No, totally. Yeah. But like I could also see being like, um, I want to stay out of it, but I also don't want to (laughs) stay. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like if you're just, you know, if you're just a fucking, like, if you're a fiance who is like, I'm not part of the fucking, I'm not part of the wedding. You do the wedding. I'm not part of it. I got to work. (laughs) And <laughs> you just realize, like, oh, shit, I should have been. Shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. Okay. Well, hey, by the way, this one. Well, maybe you should have been Brad. You should have been Brad in this movie because then it would have been so much better. Definitely. Brad um, has a lot of blood on his hands. Yeah, he really mm-hmm. let me down. I did was not rooting for Brad at all in this movie. Miss <laughs> um, Vivica A. Fox is back again. She is now looking into, like, calls and messages that are coming from Mandy, like, harassing messages to Ashley. And, like, Ashley calls her a bitch on, like, a voicemail or something. And my TV froze at this point on the airing on Lifetime, so I don't really know what happened in this part. Um, I, from what I remember, she tells her like, "Oh, there isn't." <laughs> she said something like, "There isn't enough here to build a court case." Any first-year law school student could tell you that. This is like the second time that Miss Viv- Vivica A. Fox shoots down. Ashley for being afraid of anything. Um, so yeah, it's yet another conversation where she says oh. the problem doesn't exist. Well, there oh. you go. Dang it. Uh, so the, the hooded figure from the beginning of the movie murders Gemma, the cake baker person for no reason. Uh, racy pictures of Ashley leak online and are sent to like the priest that's doing their wedding and like all of Brad's coworkers. 
And Brad gets suspended from work from Jack Hay because she's like, this is not going to fly. Like, I have the merger to think about. (laughs) We just got to think about the merger. And he... The the business merger. This is when Brad was dead to me forever. He was like, I'm going to sue you, Jack A. Harry. And I'm like, you do not sue Jack A. Harry, okay? Mm -mm. Ever. You do not. She's a TV movie royalty, okay? Like, this woman (laughs) has been in so many Christmas movies. I... I need her to be the boss, okay? Who's the boss? Jackie Harry's the boss. <laughs> I like that she cites the moral clauses in our contract. Like these these sort of, they're not even racy photos. They're like very PG lingerie photos. I understand mm. why like the, the situation is embarrassing, but it, it was really funny. Like it was like sort of Hallmark movie values were suddenly like, transplanted into this Lifetime movie very briefly. <laughs> it's like Mandy Moore and Walk to Remember when her face gets photoshopped on like the the naked body, but it's just like somebody like in a bathing suit. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was like they called it sure. really racy, and it was just you know kind of like at things you'd see in a magazine, like that your grandma would have in her bathroom it was she showed she showed her shoulders yes yes too much too much so brad and ashley are realizing that things are getting out of hand they go to miss vivica and say like we were hacked and she has a tech specialist and drew this tech specialist has glasses so we know he knows what he's talking about Mm -hmm. he talks about tech things for a good five minutes here I didn't write anything about them because I was like, Drew will, will, I should have like wrote a monologue and read it to you, but like you could probably disprove everything he's saying because it's just jargon, just tech jargon. Or it's just like that, 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 uh, that type of thing was like enhance. If you enhance this, if you enhance this, enhance. Yes. The, the word enhance is not a thing. You can't do that. You can't do it. You can't make a picture that has already been taken better, better than it was taken at. Right. You can't. <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not a thing. It's, you can't do it. It made me laugh that he did something. He was just like explaining how Mandy hacked into their computers. And it was, I don't remember the words that he used, but it was uh, like a key tracer or something. And he was trying to explain what a virus was. And it's almost like he looked into the camera and he said, unlike what you've seen on tv most viruses are la 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 it was literally <laughs> like a you're learning from this movie and totally. i'm here to teach you baby boomers it was so great mm-hmm. it it was crazy <laughs> um but you know maybe 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 we need this maybe we need a little psa yeah yeah a little a little tech tech psa it sounds like they're kind of doing that anyway yeah i mean totally this. So Miss Vivica, um, she investigates and goes to Mandy's property. She's a detective, not just a queen of lifetime. You know, let's not forget. Uh, But she learns from the landlord who is or whoever he was, the maintenance guy, that Mandy um, didn't pay the lease, like skipped out on a lease and blah, blah, blah. So she's just gone. Where did she go? She's just like looking through the window again, you know. Like mm-hmm. we're at the we're getting to towards like the end of the movie. Like it's time to get it going. So she left her lease yep. to become a forest creature. So that guy though, that was Greg. Okay, that was Mark. Got it. Got it. Got it. So a locksmith comes over, Drew, uh, <laughs> and we you know talk about in these wrong movies where you know there's like a little bit of like sexiness so he's like our character who we're going to get a sexiness from so he installs the security cameras tells ashley all about them then he goes home strips naked lifts heavyweight shirtless um for no reason and then he gets murdered in the shower a la psycho and this is when i this is when i wrote this is the wrong shower scene I need to see Andrew Rogers. I wrote the name here. Andrew Rogers in a shower scene, winky face. Um, not not this locksmith person, you know? It's so right. funny that okay. she, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, not... Yep. It's so funny that she murders him instead of just taking the key off of the table, which she could have done because he was distracted by the shower. Like, all she had to do, she was already somehow in the house. They don't explain how she got in the house. But the murdering was a lot more of an effort. If she had just taken the key, I almost would have admired her. Because that would have been, she would have been the right criminal for the job. 
She's right. the wrong criminal for the job. Yeah, that seems that seems like a way overkill on that one. Just Literally like, overkill. He, he was just a dude installing things. He's like, oh, this is how it works. And exactly, anyway. and he was just sweaty from his workout, and he wanted to just you know take a shower, a sexy shower on camera for his friends and everyone to see. Um, poor Andrew Rogers. <laughs> poor no, that's Andrew Rogers is the guy who I want the shower scene to happen. This guy didn't. Oh, I didn't write down his name because I was so mad. <laughs> Sorry, Locksmith. I'm sure you're a great person. <laughs> and you know you worked you like took a shower scene for a lifetime so good for you i, I mean so you took it on the chin yeah a good. girl can only dream like where's my shower scene you know <laughs> <laughs> um so mandy breaks into ashley and brad's house and she tells ashley that she is sick of losing um like to a whore like ashley she's like you're a whore which is so rude you know, so rude. we don't call no, we don't call each other whores in 2020 unless we're unless yeah. we're doing like a Golden Girls joke and we're calling like your friend like a walking mattress like that's funny but like a whore <laughs> just a whore with no punchline come on try harder try come harder on. Mandy yeah come on watch some go- okay. Golden Girl reruns okay Blanche Blanche is called a whore in not that term. Many there were times. more accurate insults. She could have said, like, I don't want him being with some bland person or a really gullible, you know, person who's super easy to fool and and has no personality. <laughs> but she honestly didn't even seem like a whore at all. It's just oh. inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah, that's just inaccurate. <laughs> did he and did he say that? When... <laughs> right. She's not a whore. I'm not paying her. No, Ashley gets this is This is when Ashley gets like knocked out and then she's getting dragged, remember, in her little cute slippers. We're at the beginning of the movie now. So she gets tied up by Mandy and she tells her that Brad, le- Brad left her when she was pregnant. Um, but he's always he said he always wanted kids. You know, she's like trying to make her case of like why she's acting like this, like outrageous person. Um, but it really doesn't explain anything. You know, no, it makes it more confusing because she changes the story, and yeah, and it, it also doesn't make sense. Like, what is she doing? I, she kind of lays out her motive. She doesn't want her Brad marrying this woman, but there's no way that Brad would ever marry her. So it doesn't make sense what her end game is. I guess just to destroy Brad's happiness. Yeah, I I guess that's more realistic in a way. That's yeah, true, right? And like, also, like Brad doesn't care about either of these women so like they're like having this whole thing about him and he's just like working on the merger you know yeah all this for brad (laughs) this is a lot of effort mandy and ashley should have run away together and like started a wedding business exactly that would be (laughs) that would be the wrong wedding planner uh so brad comes home he pours himself a big old glass of vodka which i know drew would appreciate and he meanders around the house and Ashley's upstairs, like, trying to untie herself. He goes to bed and, like, lies down. He, like, gets in his bed. He gets all snuggled up. And then Bandy pops out from under the blanket. And she's like, it's me, not Ashley. And he's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? What? Yeah, she's, like, in bed. <laughs> she pulls out her knife, her trusty knife. I think it's, like, a cake knife. Is Did I make this up? <laughs> it is a huge knife. I don't know what it is. It looks like a knife that only like a very specialized kind of chef would use. Like, it's like a kitchens don't have this knife. Special kitchens do. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I love you, and like you, you shouldn't have left me. Blah blah blah. And as she's like gonna stab Brad, Ashley unties herself, grabs a hammer, and then like knocks her in the head. Yeah. You know, like that'll do it. You know, like the Beatles, like Maxwell's silver hammer. It's like Ashley's silver hammer, except it's not silver. <laughs> and I don't really know any more words from the song except Maxwell's silver hammer. Um, so that's the end of that story. <laughs> well, actually, Maxwell's silver hammer goes like he kills everybody and Ashley fails to finish the job with Mandy. Mandy does not die. So Maxwell would have been the better person in this situation. There you have it. So Miss Vivica Fox runs upstairs. Mandy's gone. She comes back stairs. She says, well, I guess you chose the wrong wedding planner. And you're like, yeah. 
the title of the movie. They said that? Yeah, yeah. She said it? That's for real. Okay. That's not me being sassy. She really says yeah. that, and it's great. Like, her delivery of the of the title of the movie always is like, you're like, yes, yes, more, more. Mm-hmm. Um, and she blames Ashley, which is so great. That's, like, the best part. She's like, you picked the wrong wedding planner. Yes. You know, Mandy is a problem, but so are you, girl. Yes, nobody is faultless here. Like, that's why it's so great because Miss Vivica is like the moral compass of everything. She's like, you suck, you suck, you suck, and I'm awesome, and I'm going to go. So she leaves. And goodbye. And goodbye. The wedding happens. Ashley and Brad kiss, and we're like in like a church or whatever. And then I swear to God, Drew, this is like ridiculous. You see a woman with like black, a black wig. Like, you know, Lifetime and their wigs, they're terrible. This is mm-hmm. no exception. She has a black wig and like a little floppy hat on. And like the, one of the party guests is like, oh, my God, isn't beautiful. And Mandy's like, yeah, it is. And it's Mandy in a black wig and a hat. <laughs> she looks like, do you guys watch Shit's Creek? She looks like the yes. mom in Shit's Creek. Like, Oh, she's... when she wears. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. That's fantastic. It's it was so funny, and I'm like, and it just ends, and it just ends, and then it just ends. It's like, Boom. hey, she's she's not done, you know? Yeah, so, she's got a lot more. She's gonna be a lot more wrong, whatever. The wrong wedding guest, the wrong, the wrong, the wrong preschool teacher, the wrong college <laughs> admission scandal, the wrong. I mean, yeah, this this one could go on forever. We could find yeah. their whole lives. Great. Yeah, because I think Ashley would keep falling Smart. for her. It's like a cartoon when the you know the good guy keeps getting foiled by the bad guy over and over, or, or vice versa. Like yes. I really think Ashley, I could see her not ever wising up to this woman. This is like yeah, this is Wiley Coyote or uh, yeah, Wiley Coyote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Runner. absolutely. So okay, she's like setting charges on a bridge, like ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> So on the podcast, we either pour it up or put a cork in it. Um, let's start with Drew this time. What are you going to do to the smoothie? Oh, I'm pouring it up, son. It didn't. It did not get. It just got better. The fact that mainly, so the the there's the main three things: Vivica A. Fox, right? Yeah. Uh, we got we got fucking Jack A. And we got fucking Greg Sestero, which is the bonus of this. Bonus. It wasn't described as much, but enough to be that just the fact he was in it, got it, nailed it. And this is fun. This is just a fun little jam. Hit all the tropes. Great. Pouring it up. Okay. And then what are we thinking? I definitely pour it up. I think it's a fascinating meditation on uh, the Shakespeare quote, hell hath no fury, like a woman scorned or a wedding Mm. planner scorned. I mean, I just thought this was so fun and it was so much better to watch the second time because I could pay attention to the details, which didn't make any sense. So for me, this was just a a great movie. And um, I wish Vivica A. Fox played all on screen detectives because she really, she, she, she's good. She She gets it. She gets it. Well, and that's the thing. Like these movies don't have to make sense. The details don't really have to add up. As long as we get our crazy, crazy line at the end, we're happy. So pour it up for me, of course, with Miss Vivica A. Fox. Uh, We were talking in our interview about Miss Vivica A. Fox playing a villain. So, like, let's make that happen because that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like so that needs to be the end the end of the series or whatever which i don't think she'll end it anytime soon but where she plays a villain at christmas and it's called the wrong christmas the wrong <laughs> no the wrong santa claus the Ooh. wrong santa that's that's what i want I the wrong love mrs it. claus anything the wrong <laughs> i love it wonderful the wrong elf the, nah. the wrong christmas wish can I say something controversial too, which I was yes, thinking about this please. movie? I think that the wrong wedding planner is a good title, but I also think that the wrong fiance could have been a good title because oh. I think that the man Brad in this movie is a pretty bad fiance. Yeah. And maybe one of the like running themes, and this is what I've seen in the movie, it's not just don't trust whatever noun they insert 
and no offense, I know you both are men, but it's also don't trust men. Like that really does seem to be no. the second tier moral in these yeah. movies. So, we, uh, you know. We agree 100%. Well, and, don't trust men. Well, and this is why we them. have females on the podcast. So, you know, we can get the female perspective because we are men and we don't know. We see things totally different than females do. So that's a good, and that's a good point. And I are good men, but we are a dime a dozen. Yeah. Or wait, the opposite of that. I don't know what you're saying, but wait, I get Whatever that, the other. We're rare. You're a diamond it's in the rare. rough. <laughs> that's it that's what i meant to say that sounds right that's like right. aladdin <laughs> yeah wonderful so that wraps up our we're aladdin's and uh, you know and worlds of jafar's other... i feel like i have more uh, of a jasmine yeah we have a bunch... so yeah i feel you. like i'm more of a jasmine yeah i'm too, more of so. a jasmine so that wraps up our conversation about the wrong wedding planner but before we go we have our favorite segment of this weekend every week Instagram and we talk about it so I brought a clip today um, I don't remember what it is actually so I'm just going to play it um, so you won't be able to see the screen but you can hear the audio um, so here we go uh, this one okay. so Mary Lou and I just did Never Have I Ever and <laughs> that video will be coming to you in like a week yeah! <laughs> so cute and now we're making dinner we have yes. some kale salad and some salmon that we're gonna like that we're gonna cook over the here. The famous Candace pans. Oh my gosh, I love these so much. I can't yeah, wait to get back to LA and order for real. That, I love that handle. It is legit. Okay, it deteriorates into a Candace um, Candace spawn, so we won't um, you know plug her cookware. But basically, no. the takeaway from that one is Candace is doing with Mary Lou Henner. They're filming a movie uh, up in Canada right now. Uh, they're going to do a Never Have I Ever on Instagram, which is so weird. You know, they, did anyone yeah, ask I, for this? Like Mary Lou Henner from Taxi doing Never Have I Ever with Candace Cameron Bray. I just, like, I don't understand the combination of these two ladies. Like, I don't. Oh, so Mary Lou plays I Candace's just, mother in a murder mystery on Hallmark. I get it. I get that. But, like, the, the I don't understand the two personality. Like, those seem like conflicting personalities to me. Right. Where, like, Lou Henner's like, she's like, oh, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> get over here. <laughs> fucking shut up you stupid bitch <laughs> like we're like candace i don't like she like before she clicked record she's like don't swear i'm putting this on my instagram like don't do anything that you normally would do okay we're just cooking where she's like cooking she's like this shit sounds fucking good girl you know like <laughs> i love i love your like that your universe that. that you've created for them um <laughs> i mean i would love it if she, i mean she was on Taxi, so, you know, I she, think she... She was on a lot of shit. Like, old, she, I mean, she's like old school comedy, man. She's, she's like, like sitcom like, legend. Yeah. And now she's just getting that Hallmark money. Get it. Can't be mad at that. Yeah, because no, getting the lifetime get money. Yeah, this is what they do. Absolutely. I can't get it, but they're, in, they're still in quarantine in Canada. They are, they are. Because so. anyone who leaves the United States to any other country, the countries are like, you look you can come here but you fucking garbage monsters need to fucking stay in quarantine for 14 days yeah so you have to plan if you tr if you plan a trip to anywhere outside of the united states you oh well other than uh wait wh what is it oh the bahamas actually oh really won't even won't even allow americans in oh, at all that's not even for a quarantine they're just like nope okay you can fuck off. Glad guys. your wedding happened mm. before that. December, right before it. 
right before it. So wonderful. I think that wraps up this episode. Elena, do you have anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time? Um, I think if you guys are interested in books, I have a book Instagram where I put all my reviews and funny memes. Well, I think they're funny and you can follow me <laughs> at books and Elena, E-L-E-N-A on Instagram. Great. I love books. I, I do too. I, I've been books. having trouble reading in quarantine. I can't focus. And I have I, the same problem. I can't. I've been, I've been doing, you know, what has been helping uh, me. Yeah. Uh, audio. The audio books. Oh. Sitting there with like yeah. the audio in there. I feel like it's cheating. I like to like read the words. Me too, but like it's great. I mean you still get all the words. And you can retain a lot if you're like playing a stupid game with it. Like the both sides are I don't know. I've been doing that. I'll try like, it. Ooh, I'm actually retaining some stuff. Yeah. I've only been able to read like really page turner. So like the lifetime equivalents of books. So thrillers yep. and romances. Like I it's the yeah, only thing sure. that holds my attention. Ooh, that's, I only read. Yeah, that sounds. Good. I only read uh, sci-fi and fantasy. So yeah, yeah that's that's only. <laughs> so. Wonderful, Drew. How about you? Anything to plug in the pluggy time? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Drew But With Pants, and you can also, if you want to take a little listen to my band, The Limbos, on Spotify, and we're on iTunes and all that kind of stuff too. But Spotify is the easiest way to do it. There you go. Thank you both so much for being here. So fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, and thank you, listeners, for... I forgot my outro. And thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Light to Moment Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lifetime Uncourt. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, that's it for this week. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bye-bye.